You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. And a number of years back, uh, you'll all be aware that the Irish Canadian Immigration Centre was established in Toronto and has been doing Trojan, and it is Trojan work right across the country in helping people, uh, new arrivals and those who have been here for a long time. And uh, the efforts are particularly important at a time like this, where since last February, March, many in the, in the immigrant community from all countries have been struggling with how to function and survive and cope with COVID-19. And the Irish Immigration Centre uh, decided that uh, their role was to help people cope. And as a result, when it came to the Reader's Choice Awards for 2020, put on by the Toronto Star, the Irish Canadian Immigration Centre came out as the diamond winner for the Best Learning Centre. Cathy Murphy, congratulations. Thank you. A hell of an achievement and well done. And I know it takes a lot of work. One thing getting the award, but the award is the result of a lot of work. And to give a, a, a short summary of some of the programs that you put in place and delivered on over the last six months, which led to this wonderful achievement. Well, it recognizes, I think, even our work pre-COVID, um, and so that is the three prongs of our mandate, the immigration, the social services, and the employment. Now, during COVID, all of those programs, I suppose, the need has become more acute. So under the employment package for um, COVID, we've been running weekly webinars, one focused on Vancouver and one focused on Toronto. And these are webinars to help get people employment ready or to help you pivot if you've lost your job in Canada. But as you know, there are lots and lots of young Irish in Ireland who were approved for their work permits and wish to come and can come if they get job offers. And these are where these important connections made on the webinars can help. In fact, we've actually been able to place five people in work in Toronto. And it's not generally what we do. We are not in the business of recruitment. But in these difficult times, I find that we've all rolled up our sleeves and the team's willing to go a little bit farther to try to just push those connections one more step if it will really, really help. So that's the employment piece. With the immigration piece, as you can imagine, when um, the day the earth stood still back on March the 16th and things really started to shut down here in Canada, there was a lot of panic for people whose work permits were soon to expire but had not yet expired. And it was difficult to make the decision, do I stay in Canada? Do I return home? What were my long-term plans for Canada? So for those who decided to stay, there has been um, a, a lot of uh, disappointment and grief and frustration around renewing a work permit, renewing status that has um, gone unchecked, or applying for permanent residency and not being able to get the documents that you needed because of the COVID delays. So we've been working with clients on those things. And then the social services prong to our mandate is perhaps the most important at this time. I mean, all of those other things, the immigration and the employment, they actually, they cause great deal of stress. And so that means that our programming around mental health needs to be um, elevated even further. So we've been doing a tremendous amount, led by our National Social Care Advisor, and we have a Social Care Advisor in Vancouver as well. And in particular, we're ramping up over Christmas. I don't know if you'd like to hear a bit about our Christmas mm -hmm. plan. Very much so, very much so. 
So we do a campaign around mental health and well-being every year at Christmas, and it's part of our regular Monday morning um, social media outreach for mental health and well-being. And in December, that's always a Christmas focus and, you know, coping at Christmas when you're away from home. This year, because people are away from home, we have COVID, we have lockdowns, we have anxiety around the pandemic, we're really ramping up that program. So not only will we be doing the regular Monday morning posts about resources and people's communities to which they can reach out, we're also going to be doing a series of um, virtual cups of coffee with ICANN. Um, and if you're in Vancouver, if you're in Calgary, if you're in Toronto, wherever you are, you can sign on on a Sunday and check in. And there will be there will be someone with an Irish accent on there to host that coffee and just have a chat and a little bit of home for people who are either completely alone or a young mother or father who are just feeling very isolated this year because they're not back home with family. So we'll be offering that. We'll also be offering a special program on the December on 20, December 27th between the Christmas and the New Year with our mental health coordinator, Michal O'Rourke, and that will just be for men. It's a Men's Mental Health and Awareness Day, and so he'll be doing a very special webinar around that. And then we'll also be, um, there's a lot of other stuff going on in communities, local communities, and we're going to be pushing out that content constantly so that people know it's available to them, even if they can't go out. Lots of virtual content and virtual content from home. And we also will be keeping our yoga instructor for Wednesday evenings. And we're doing special recordings of Saturday workouts. They'll be pre-recorded. They'll be posted at 10 a.m. of a Sunday morning. And those will be available across Canada. Special curated content um, by a um, uh, personal trainer. So I think all of these things will just let people know that there, there's a bit of a safety net here to catch them at this time. Um, and gosh, I, I hope I've done the team justice and named everything we're doing. We're probably doing more, but that's that's the brunt of it. Kathy, you're dealing with uh, so many, a wide range of demographics on a variety of levels because the demographics uh, of recent arrivals, the demographic of those that have been around since the 50s and 60s and the ones in between, and they're all at different stages in their lives. And I know why you might focus to some degree or have a, a, a closer contact with recent arrivals. Have you, the people that you're working with, I know are also reaching into the community because I know in Ottawa, for example, the Ottawa Gales have been working with the seniors. The same, I'm sure, is happening right across the country. Yes, definitely. I mean, our mandate and our remit is to, to deal with new arrivals. So we actually don't uh, interface with the seniors in our community at a professional level, um, though we, I do see them, of course, at events and uh, on a personal level have some connectivity there. But yes, our clients, our young clients are reaching out. And I mean, the GAA is the best example of that. I know that there were cards written and phone calls made and uh, right across the country and out in Vancouver, actually, they ran, um, not the GAA, but the um, BC um, Women's Network with Eilish Courtney. They ran a virtual cup of tea all through the lockdown uh, on a Monday afternoon. And I believe that lots of seniors and retired people called on to that. So, yes, you, you see those tentacles reaching far and wide where people are more vulnerable. And, of course, from a mental health perspective, if somebody who is a recent arrival can be engaged by working with people who have been here long term, who are older, it gives them that feeling of belonging and of value that they might otherwise be struggling with. I agree with you. And in previous years during our Christmas campaign, we've always had at least one week where we encouraged volunteerism. And we talked about how volunteering makes you feel good and that connectivity can help. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Now, the big challenge for everybody, it doesn't matter what age you are, 
is that we are that at that time of the year where um, getting together, whether it be for the Christmas party or whether it be for Christmas dinner or whatever, has been so much a part of our lives. And an observation I have to make from listening to Irish radio is that I regret to say I feel that the media, unfortunately, are somehow or other um, exacerbating mental health issues by asking the question, and I'm putting it this way to you because I want to get get comment on it, by asking the question, when can we expect to get back to normal and go out to the pubs and the restaurant? And I actually feel that that question is creating an expectation in the minds of people which leads them to feeling isolated and dissatisfied. Interesting point. Um, I mean, we do have to cope in the moment we're in, don't we? Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I think we need some hope and something to look forward to. Um, And maybe that, by the way, is is a vaccine. Maybe that's the hope that we look to. Um, Yeah, I I think, you know, if we say to people and look at I'm not I'm not the government, but, you know, if we say to our clients, okay, you um, we're on lockdown, you um, you can't go to the gym but you can do our home workout. So mm-hmm. maybe an, an alternative to what's been lost, try to fill that in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that at least gives people some hope. Mm-hmm. But, it's, yeah, that's a tricky one. It is indeed. It is indeed because if you raise the level of expectations and you can't deliver on them, you're creating a, a future problem of, of pain and disappointment. And uh, it's, it's in a way, how do you balance that? So uh, I know, that, <laughs> and I'm not going to ask such a, a question as to say, well, when, how are things going to change in the future? Because none of us know. We only have today. And, and that's what we, the, the challenge we all have is how do we help people live within the day? Yeah. yeah. How do people cope day to day? We actually have a campaign on right now every Saturday, all throughout the entire month of November, and it's coping right now in the ongoing pandemic moment and what tools do you need and what strategies do you need uh, for your mental health and well-being. And so people have been signing on every Saturday for a a webinar um, on a different topic every week, specifically to what you're saying. So now that you mentioned that you have the webinars and you have all these things, housekeeping, where is somebody going to find all the different things and are there different web addresses for the various services that you're providing at the moment? So, I mean, our website is www.irishcdn.org. So the CDN is for Canadian. And our website calendar will have all the registration there. I mean, you can also follow us on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram, and uh, you will also find our links and events posted there. But just go to the website calendar, all the registration info is at your fingertips. Cathy, thanks a million for taking the time. It's been great having a chat with you. And again, congratulations on a job really well done. Thank you, and thank you for the support.